Welcome to the Judaism From Within podcast. I'm Simi Lerner. Probably one of the key traits that every religious individual or sensitive or growing individual will always try and develop is a keen sense of empathy. Rachamim, mercy as it's often translated, but we're talking about the principle of empathy that we are trying to develop within ourselves when we see the suffering or the hardship of another creature. This is the mitzvah that Rav Hirsch says a Jew is incumbent upon him to develop as part of his religious life. You're emulating the Almighty, we call God merciful. That trait we are supposed to imbibe into ourselves. So by way of a roadmap of how we're going to discuss this trait, we're going to put on the table what Rav Hirsch understands it is. And the best way I think of describing that is the narrative that he puts to it. Then we're going to look at the dangers of going to either extreme, and I think that will give a good overview of this mitzvah. So what do we mean by empathy? And what do I mean by a narrative? When you give an explanation for something, people often think only one explanation can stand. This isn't the case. What I mean by that is if a person discusses empathy from an evolutionary standpoint, they can point to the advantages of survival, the ability to make relationships, form communities, know how to help others that will develop the survival of the species. If you look at it from a scientific standpoint or a materialistic standpoint, you can talk about mirror neurons, what turns on specific parts of the brain that allows us to mirror and connect to others. These are all explanations, and they can be true. But what Rav Hirsch puts on the table is a narrative that encourages and allows us to embrace our empathy for others, to develop it, to cherish it, because it is the most sublime expression of our godliness. When we see another creature in pain, we are looking at something that is sustained and held in existence by the will of the Almighty. We share a kinship. We share a brotherhood with all of creation. So when that is suffering, where something isn't right on the part of another, that echoes in our own soul. Our heart is created in a way that we are attuned to the world around us, attuned to the world around us in a systematic way that encourages us to reach out to the other. So if we take into account the mission of the human, of the Israelite, of the Jew, empathy is an essential component in this because it is the calling out of our duty from within. God is called merciful. We take that trait and we develop it within ourselves. We become more godlike, and at the same time, it encourages us on our duty and our mission as Jews in the world. So that is what empathy is. It is the reminder of the kinship. It is a reminder of that universal nature of creation, but not only in an abstract form, but it motivates the mission. But moving on to its scope, Rav Hirsch explains that if this hypothesis of the narrative that he's putting on the table is true. The way we experience the world mirrors this beautifully, because everything is a creation of the Almighty, from the plant, to the animal kingdom, to humanity in general. In which case, when we experience nature in autumn, there are those who are sensitive among us, who pick up on a certain downcastness, and they have to work on that not influencing their day. Winter, people find hard the animal kingdom, those of us who are sensitive to the suffering in the animal kingdom do or take actions to mitigate that suffering. But that isn't a 
modern expression of a certain morality, but that is the awakening of that empathetic rachamim that you have within you that is connected to the animal kingdom. That makes sar balichayim, the prohibition of causing suffering to animals, so much more profound. And then, of course, moving it up a level to the level of humanity, where it's supposed to have its most powerful impact on us and motivate practical action to alleviate the suffering, be it with giving money or helping out immediately. So that's the scope, but it really fits in nicely to the danger that Rav Hirsch points to. There's clearly a danger of being too empathetic, because it's debilitating. But an interesting point that Rav Hirsch mentions, there is at times a certain amount of shame involved with not living up to that calling that our heart, that our soul has on us when it connects to the suffering of another, be it in the animal kingdom or be it in the world around us. And there is a temptation. Because of this shame or this inadequacy we might feel for not living up to a, a duty that we feel is beyond our capacity right now, we try and dumb down the empathy. To give a practical example on both fronts, an individual comes to you collecting money. You don't want to give. Okay, that's not ideal. But the approach should not be they don't really deserve it. Their choice of lifestyle isn't mine, so I somehow will not feel empathetic towards them. The goal here is to feel the empathy and realize there is a lacking on my part where I am not big enough to be able to give in an area that I don't agree with, not to reduce the empathy I feel for the other. Because Rav Hirsch says then we lose that spark of godliness, we lose that that the greatest proof of our connection with the world around us, with our mission, with God, and we numb it, we become like a stone, and you practice this enough, you will lose your ability to connect, and it will have manifestations in every other area of life. You reduce your empathy, it has a cost. But even within the animal kingdom, animals suffer, and we like to eat meat, we like to eat chicken. There's two approaches here. One, a person can say, listen, I'm still going to eat meat, and I'm still going to eat chicken, and I recognize there is a cost. I recognize there is suffering involved with my enjoyment. And the ability to balance those two, continue eating meat, and at the same time recognize that there is not an ideal state the way animals are treated today. In which case, a person can work on balancing. A person can work on improving whilst continuing to eat chicken and meat. The other approach is, well, animals don't really suffer. Why should I care? You are numbing your empathy. You are numbing your ability to connect to the world around you. Now, obviously, there are extremes that both should be avoided. But what Rav Hirsch is calling upon us to do is to fine-tune this trait of empathy. Fine-tune it so we can connect, but not be debilitating. Connect, motivate our duty as a Jew, but not allow it to be debilitating. So to recap, we spoke about the narrative of empathy. The narrative Rav Hirsch puts on the table that goes hand in hand with scientific explanations of what empathy is in the brain. We spoke about the scope of empathy, and we spoke about the danger of numbing it down, and the difficulty of holding this balance on the one side accepting that I might not be living up to my ideal values that I expect of myself, but not dumbing down the empathy I should feel for the other, be it a creature or be it a human being. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful week.